You're listening to The Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to The Big Shiny Podcast. I hear Portland is the best place on earth. Inaccurate. Can I have a beer, Nick? Is Portland yeah. weird? Is it still weird? Have they kept it weird? It wasn't weird. It was just... <laughs> God. Like, I kept hearing how well, when I went to Seattle that Portland, everyone's like, yeah, that's that's kind of the lamer version of where you're at now. Like, okay, cool. I'm cool with Seattle. Um, I don't know about that. That's what I kept hearing. I haven't been to I don't know. judge. Ow, fuck my shit. So I haven't been to Seattle in a while. I think... Fuck, how long ago was that? Five or six years ago. Um, but yeah, I was only in Portland for like 36 hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not even mm-hmm. a full, but. I thought he was going to say 30 minutes. No, like, no, no, 30 minutes? No, I flew didn't even in. leave the airport. But We're going to talk. We're going to talk about it more on this podcast than I was there. Check some stuff out. Like, we went around a few places. Um, of course, it rained the whole time, which was fine. I don't care. Yeah. But it's definitely like people in Portland are so full of themselves. Oh, well, like, I mean, it was a fine W, man. Huh? I feel like that was Seattle was the same way, though. Yeah, I just I didn't run into that many. Like in Seattle, we were doing our own thing. We we're going mm. to a football game. Yeah. The Washington fans are douchebags. Mm. That's like the only football team I've ever run into where I, worse than BYU. So, mm. but, but no, like just funny, like little things. Um, Like we went to a restaurant and they had fry sauce. And it's like, this isn't made in Salt Lake City. And it's like, dude, you mixed ketchup and mayo together. You're not special. <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> like it's not that special no it's a cool place it's fine like it's kind of got that it reminds me of uh kind of areas in like connecticut and boston the freeways are really fucked up and poorly planned and everything's mm-hmm. kind of grimy which i think so, it's just from the weather yeah because I, I wonder what part of portland do you so you were like in downtown downtown portland, we're in downtown right? we're in like oswego we were on the other side of the river yeah so I we're feel out like, in the suburbs for a little bit for drinks one night i feel like you didn't see the fun portland like i really do because when i went to portland for a week we were all over, and we went to Hood River, we went and did some hikes, we hit some bars, and, like, it wasn't terrible. Like, there no, was I'm not sh- saying it was terrible. It's just I think that people are up their own ass. Oh, yeah, that's true. And people <laughs> give it way more credit than it is. Yeah, that doesn't sound it, like something you'd say about people, Nick. It's just, like, it's just another <laughs> – it feels like a little bit of Seattle, and it's dirtier mm-hmm. and – and there's More always aggressive an, homeless people. And there's always oh. an hour and a half wait for brunch, no matter what day uh, of the yeah. week or what time it is. The only uh, the food was goddamn amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though, um, I'm not gonna name names on this trip, but uh, person X, the main guy, mm-hmm. took they went to Little Big Burger, and four bucks or like four five bucks for a f- tiny tiny little burger, like the size of the top of your beer can. The fries like were that. really good, but I was just like. Why did you bring us here? This is stupid. So it, was a, it was a White Castle burger that was way more expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really, it was good, but it was just tiny. But um, yeah, every meal except for the we had breakfast in the hotel one day, and every other meal was goddamn amazing. Mm-hmm. Like damn good food. Um, I had an epic brainless on raspberries on nitro. I don't which know what was, the fuck you just said. Oh, it's a good epic beer. brainless on raspberries, a local beer from here. And on nitro means that it was it's carbonated by nitrogen, nitro, nitrogen, not so you've had like a stout I've had on nitro, nitro. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, brainless, it's a Belgian 
just like it's a Belgian ale, mm. and they it's the brainless on raspberries and the brain, I think they do brainless on peaches. They do because that's mm-hmm. that's what I've had. They're like they're Emily's favorite. They're more like a wine than a mm-hmm. beer. And so Super on nitro, good. it was this like almost like a like a strawberry creamsicle or mm. raspberry creamsicle. It was so fucking good. Yeah. good. And you can't get those on tap in Utah because Mormons hate alcohol. Mm. Right. As we've come to find out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was real good. So, I mean, we had a good time. We um, did the voodoo donuts thing. Got me a voodoo donuts mug. I don't I, think that they're any good, really. It's, it's overrated, man. <laughs> it's like, it's just a fucking donut. Yeah. Well, I, I saw... Uh, like, they have the, the crazy, like, oh, this one's full of Captain Crunch. Right. And... That, that's what I was going to talk about. I, I think it was an Anthony Bourdain episode where he went to Portland or right. something and he went to Voodoo Donuts or maybe it wasn't I'm sure show, back but... before it turned into a chain yeah, yeah. they may Why have do been you want fucking crispy cereal it's, on a donut a, it's good and it's, it just doesn't look anything special like they they've made a donut they take that donut and dip it in glaze and then they take it while the glaze is still wet and then they dip it into Cap'n Crunch and they put it out there for someone to buy and like I got a, yeah. I think I got like a blueberry something one, and it was pretty good. I only ate like three quarters of it because that's just too much sugar for me. Yeah. The Love main the guy that guy. I was with, he got the giant one, mm. and apparently, like when he was back in his hotel room, like he went to take a bite of it, like pull some off, and it fell and it hit the toilet seat, and landed on the floor. And so he just he said, because he got what pretty... the fuck was he eating this in the toilet? For? Well, so it was it was our last stop of the night. And so you so had we went, to eat it in the toilet. So we, no, so we went to Voodoo, <laughs> and we got our donuts, and then we took our Uber home. Weirdest fucking Uber drivers I've ever had, which is saying something, because usually those guys are weird. And then we went back to our hotel, and he wanted to party, and I was not down to party. So we'll call him Mr. X, and we'll call the other guy Mr. A. I'm just not naming names on this one. I'm just trying to figure out who Mr. X is. Yeah, okay, that's what yeah, I thought, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so... Yeah, he wants us to go to Voodoo, and his buddy earlier in the day had told us that Voodoo Donuts used to be in a different location across the street from a titty bar, and at the end of the night, they would go over to Voodoo because it was open all night and have competitions on who could stack the most donuts on their dick. And like Voodoo used to to be like a totally different kind of place. Now it's a chain, like we're in Denver and Austin and... um, but yeah, so That's we go gross. and we grab them and like I'm never me, eating Dale donuts again. Yeah, me and Mr. <laughs> yeah. A just want to go to bed. Mr. X is drunk. Yeah, Mr. Like, X is DTF. Well, he's more drunk than D- I've seen him in a long time. Down yeah, down to down to party. So <laughs> I just we're just <laughs> like we're you going call to bed. Andrew WK, not uh, yeah, Andrew WK. Yeah, that's his new name. So. We no, yeah, nobody's gonna follow who's who in this story. No, nope, <laughs> nope. She's gonna keep fucking with people. So yeah, he gets his big text ass donut and he's like, Yeah, I was in my room and I was kinda drunk and I like didn't want to eat it all because that's too much. And then it fell and hit the toilet and I sat there and I just stared at it. I was like, it's probably clean. <laughs> and then this morning when I got up, I really stared at it and I was like, Oh, oh god, dude. So it sat there all night. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. He didn't touch it. He said he's like, I didn't do it, but I thought about it. I thought about it real hard. It might have been worth it. But yeah, he was just wanted he wanted to take us to a very specific titty bar. Um, mm. We I think we all have. Um, yeah, we have some money from yeah, there. Yeah, we have money from there it's, on our desk. They're they're known around Portland for. Um, they would you can only get twos, you can't get singles. You can only get two dollar bills, and they used to paint the edges red, and people would get pissed because then they'd go back into circulation. And everybody knew where they came from, so they didn't like to see the effect that the strip clubs have on <laughs> the economy. There's strip clubs everywhere in Portland. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's more strip clubs than there are dispensaries. Mm. Um, 
he really, really wanted to take us out and we kept fighting it because I'd been traveling way too much and I was just tired and just wanted to sleep. And so we like go out to dinner and then he's like, oh, let's go, let's go get a drink here and we're going to go to this bar and we roll up and it's a strip club. <laughs> so he takes us in and it is the Burt's Tiki Lounge. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> of strip clubs. That's that's real gross. It was real gross. And he's like, yeah, there used to be like a staircase and like you could get a lap dance under the stairs. And it's pretty early. I feel like it was seven or eight o'clock when we were there. Oh, man. You've got like the swing shift. I've heard a common complaint where, you know, people say that was a great lap dance, but it would have been better if it was under some stairs. (laughs) That's true. That's that's real bad. His ass stinks real bad. Um, There's so, a dog in here for the record. Yeah. So <laughs> let me let me keep. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so we go in. Yeah, and it's like it's, I feel like it's seven or eight o'clock. So we went to another place afterwards, um, and it was pretty full for that time of day. And I guess their big thing is that you can get a big pizza for cheap. <laughs> there was a bunch of. Uh, I, I mean, let's when I'm looking at titties, I do want pizza. There was a that's very strange when I'm assortment. Pizza, I want to see some titties. Yeah, there was a strange the assortment of dudes, like between like mid twenties and mid thirties. They were all friends, and they were all together, and they ordered two big pizzas, <laughs> and were like, they were all sitting at a table, like a a stage, and we just had a table in the middle. They were all sitting at a stage. And then the pizza came and like half of them broke off and ate that pizza and then went back. And then the other half came and got the next pizza. And it was just like, you they, guys are just like, this is your like yeah, work activity. They you had all a, planned to like come hang out here. And they very clearly had a system. Like they knew who was going when. See, it I've was always, weird. I've always thought eating food at a strip club was super right? gross. But so a friend, uh, I can't name names, but I, I talked about how this always seems gross and someone was defending it to me. And there happened to be this female friend, and she said, no, I've worked at a strip club, and it is gross, never eat there. The one I worked at, they instructed us not to wash the glasses. So you had your drink. We went in the back, filled up the drink for the next customer, went in the back, filled up the drink for the next customer. (laughs) Well, And I know, like, I have friends that'll go get, like, steak and eggs at uh, whatever that strip club is here. Like, that's um, every strip club. Why does every strip club offer right? a steak and eggs <laughs> like, breakfast? Like it's the weirdest thing in the world, right? Like in I mean, my mind, it's so innuendo. It's like you're gonna yeah. get you're getting steak eggs and beef curtains. Yeah. But like they're just throwing it out there. They're not even being subtle. Name of the episode, pizza, steak eggs and beef curtains. Pizza looks pretty good. Oh, dude, pizza's good in all situations. Like best thing is like so we're talking and Andrew WK is just like, I mean, it's just kind of normal here. Like there there's so many that it's just a place you go to get a drink, and there just happens to be girls up on stage with pizza right and that's and that's he way, also, way, 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 he way. also mentioned that like drunk driving is like way more common are they, there than they, anywhere else are they dancing with the pizza that would be the best like if you order a fuck. pizza they're the ones who bring it out oh dear you. jesus <laughs> that, that would be whew, 10 be out of 10 stuff. would go again yeah but no it was a it was a weird place i just i don't get the hype so it was just i mean been to a decent amount of places lately and it was I've never really it's top it. it's top level so, of the places I've been this year. I want to share an opinion about Andrew WK. So He's the, the artist or so no. we're talking about people that nobody knows on this podcast so this could get real confusing. So not the artist, but the one in the story. Oh. It's it's all lost. Okay. So I, all hope, Andrew everyone. WK is what I've decided is a closer. And what I mean by that is Andrew WK likes to do the last night of a thing big. <laughs> because this has gotten so one. meta. Yeah. This has gotten so fucking meta. <laughs> Andrew WK, this name we're using to hide somebody, likes to do things real big. And so, like, because the last night in, well, his last night in San Francisco, I still had one more night, and a few of us did. 
like he it had been super tame all week, like a couple of drinks. Hey, we're going to bed. We have to be up early for breakfast. We don't want to deal with this. And I shit you not, we come in after we went and got some beers with some guys. And we come into the hotel and our hotel lobby had these giant chairs. Okay. And Andrew WK, another salesperson, a couple of marketing people, the two marketing girls were sitting in this See, giant now chair. Now you ruined it. Why? You didn't know who I was with. Now you're talking about people that you work with. What do you dun, mean? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I never mentioned who these people were at all. You've given some credence to who they are. You ah, ruined it, Tom. I'm sorry. However, and they were like, <laughs> it's time to fucking party. We're going to the club. And we're like- And then Beyonce and Kesha were like, right. no, we don't want to go. No, I brushed my teeth with a bottle of Jack yesterday. <laughs> and so, and we nope the fuck out because we just knew that was going and to be And Tom, bad. who for the rest of the story we'll now refer to as Johnny Cash. Right. <laughs> I walked the line straight to my fucking room and went to bed. I have no idea what these stories are fucking about. Man comes around. Uh, so what's our home slice Bentley? Like, what's the deal with this? Dude, Why is his remember. name on this itinerary? Can, can I request that Bentley fill in for me while we need to have in, him on the show? Baby mode on August. Yes, actually, idea. yes. Um, yes. No, so I wasn't around for the episode, the amateur porn episode. So uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know if I told you guys. Saw a guy at work today that had a shirt on that said "Porn kills love," and all I can think when I see him is. You have a porn addiction and your wife got pissed at you. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Anyway. And that's his punishment. Amateur so, porn episode. So we did the amateur porn episode and I was actually at at work when Bentley was listening to it because he was laughing so hard and he just kept looking at me like I was a crazy person. And I think I think he was listening while you were gone. Probably because he wasn't I wasn't there. And Bentley sits and, behind me and yeah. next to Tom. So I yeah. wasn't around. It was fucking crazy town. But so today he found out we were recording and what did he say? He like looked over the wall at me or something. Oh, he was like to answer the questions, which I don't remember questions. Yes, my dick's bent. Yeah, no, my penis is bent. My wife calls me turbo. And yes, there's film evidence. Yeah. And that's staying at home. (laughs) (laughs) And I think during that episode. Anytime Bentley shows me his phone, he says, don't swipe. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Like He's like, hey, do you want to see some vacation pictures? And I'm like, as long as you choose them for me. (laughs) (laughs) And so he, uh, I don't remember what's going with that. Vacation pictures broke my brain. Um, Yeah. Nope. I'm done. It's gone. It's gone forever. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever you guys talked about on that episode, I listened to it. I just don't remember this specific area. Oh, so I think the question, I think we made the point that Bentley makes his own amateur porn and he clearly would be the expert. And clearly we're right. Yeah. I I bet motherfuckers use a star wiper too. Like, (laughs) (laughs) he does know how to video edit and he's got home movies. I would well, not. Shit, you touch can do his that work. shit on. If he's got an iPhone, he's just doing that shit on iMovie. <laughs> he used to work with no. Nitro Circus, so there's probably some stunts involved. <laughs> and then today, I made a joke about it being on his phone because not on my phone. He's like DSLR, son. I bought a tripod for one reason. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> not on the cloud. <laughs> to Bentley, the cloud. Bentley, that's on the internet forever now. All right. So remember that girl that died that we used to hang out with that uh, we sometimes talked to. Oh yeah, I talked to her ghost. I bought. Yeah, I busted out the Ouija board and talked to Rebecca. And I, she likes to go by Becky. I went so Becky. I thought she was Becker's. So Alpha Becca, <laughs> pissing her off. She uh, got the Ouija. Off the podcast. I thought that was the whole point of this podcast anymore. Got it the is. Ouija. She's, this is all for Rebecca's benefit. She's though. the sixth man. She's our junior producer. Um, damn dog. Uh, so <laughs> I had informed her that we were down a man, and she said, "Would you like any more? Would you rather questions?" Oh, Jesus, that wafted over here. I know it's bad. It was not me. It's He's got dog. heart failure, man. He's dying. His insides stink. This make his ass smell weird. It does, actually. So. Remember my beagle? 
<laughs> we're never gonna get to these questions. So we're Rebecca, gonna keep interrupting you. You're fine, Rebecca. I asked her for some questions. Most of them were bad. I've weeded those out. There was one good one. I don't know where you're going, Nick. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. This dog is gonna fucking jump off the goddamn couch. Oh, okay. So we're gonna give Nick a I'm sec listening. here. So here's the would you rather that everybody but me has to answer because I've already had enough time with this question today. <laughs> but I'm happy to to field any questions about it. So. The would you rather is would you rather okay so you've you've gone to jail for some reason I don't know she didn't explain if it was murder or like tax evasion well, but I you've think gone we to need jail some backstory all right so you worked until you were thirty five I was trying to piss Nick off okay so let's get to the question <laughs> you're in prison you have two options you can take it in the butt and get a blowjob oh. or option B give it in the butt and give a blowjob. Oh, so those are your two Fuck. options. And I asked, or I don't remember what smart ass thing she said. I asked her, is this at the same time? Are you taking the butt and getting a blowjob? And she said, it's prison. You're free to do what you want except for leave. <laughs> so, God. I think I'd rather have a D in my B than a D in my M so I don't have to taste it. No, I think I'd rather have the D in my M. Really? So thinking about it. <sighs> hold on, hold on. You think about it. I'm going to catch you up, Nick. So, Nick, would you rather take it and you're in prison. Would you rather take it in the butt and get a blowjob or give it in the butt and give a blowjob? Hmm. And it doesn't have to be like at the same time. So I, maybe mean, there's a day in between. The weird thing is, is like the we're acting like the blowjob is a plus. But I mean, we don't know who's giving it. Like, it I could think be, we know it's who's a, for giving it. For one, it's a dude. It could and, be real toothy. Yeah. Well, like, how, how, how big is the dick I have to suck? That's a good question. That's fair. <laughs> See, this and is... how long do they last? That's fair too. And I have a pretty yeah, bad yeah. gag reflex. Like I can't even. Oh, I like, have a horrible gag reflex. Like I can't even like like clean my ears with a Q-tip without wanting to throw up. So yeah. I don't think you know how gag reflex works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. So blowjobs are in the ear, right? Isn't that how that works? Yeah, they, Tom. They... Let's nobody ruin it for Tom. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some real good blowjobs. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, sure. But sure, whatever. Sure, let me. Let me just put this. <laughs> let me just roll over and put this eye patch on. Have you done that? I don't. That's not funny. <laughs> no, I didn't think it was as funny as these two did. All right, so motherfuckers. Tyson, you got to answer the question. Man. I, I, uh, I don't I, want I it. Used, I bust well, out I, the I Ouija back, board to I, ask this I girl. Go back, I go back to the whole thing of like getting the blowjob is not a prize. Like, <laughs> like as a heterosexual man, like, you know, I, I that that part doesn't but, appeal to me but either. Putting it in the butt's not a prize either. Like, no, neither. I'm not saying either one. <laughs> like, neither this of these is are like a... the most male... <laughs> Joke written by a woman. <laughs> Do you want to fuck something or get a blowjob? Those yeah. are the prizes. And either you get fucked or you have to give a blowjob. I'm surprised she didn't put a stake in there just to try to be as stereotypical as possible. Mm -hmm. That's true. So you, you still have to I think... So wait, so get it in the butt and get a blowjob or give it in the butt. And give a blowjob. Blow so give or get. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting in both. So you are you receiving or giving? Either way, either way, as a heterosexual male, you have to have homosexual intercourse mm -hmm. and right. one of like i mean is the other guy into it or is he just been is, in prison for is he long? the guy that answered the opposite of you and yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right you know what i'm done with this fucking question 
It's um, this is this is the main question to prisonpeoplemeet.com. Yeah. What what is it? You're only gay if you receive. So. <laughs> but if you receive a blowjob or in the yeah, 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 you're, yeah, you're gay yeah, either, you're way. Like, either way. This, this is, question is loaded hot. for that's, gay. Yeah, that's. I thought it was only gay if your gay. balls touch. It's only gay if you push back. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many rules these days. I don't even. I don't know. I would still contest. I'd, I'd rather not have to taste it. So. <laughs> yeah. Some some dank ass prison dick. <laughs> like, I'd rather just like. Well, you know that's just not clean. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, then the uncleans going in the butthole. Yeah, but you yeah, have to pretty... taste it. Well, and the, the, the butthole probably's not that clean anyhow. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's in prison. Somebody's getting a urinary tract some... infection. Like, and also, oh yeah, and some hemorrhoids. And also, for sure. you know that bee's probably been in some other bees. <laughs> you want to be putting your mouth in that? I mean, do you uh, want other bees in your bee? I. I, I There's a lot of abbreviations going on in this episode. <laughs> I mean, we say explicitly. Where, where do we have to? Where do we have to to blow, to be our L's? Oh yeah, it's <laughs> a fair point. Where does the ending happen? Because it was just happening on the cement floor in the prison cell. Then who cares? <laughs> well, actually, I, I I don't think it's is it my cell or your cell? <laughs> Am I allowed to get drunk off of toilet wine first? <laughs> I think it's Bruno. A... Bruno. <laughs> Well, that, that question sucked. Let's and move over to some you, more Denver, heterosexual <laughs> things, maybe. Uh, our, our buddy Cassidy Ward got to talk to some cool people. Yeah, so he went to the Nerdlesque show. Nerdlesque. Nerdlesque. That's what I said. It's like Nerdlesque, Nerdlesque, but with nerds. Yeah. Like nerd. Which is cool. I I, I saw a thing for it. Didn't his... Did, was didn't, Kylie in it? I don't think so. I think that... She used to do that kind of thing. She yeah, still does well, that She kind still of thing. does, but... I thought she had some sort of involvement with this, whether she was actually dancing or not. I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, Cassidy was the expert on the matter, yeah. so, so we totally so, deferred to him for the interview. Yeah, so Cassidy Ward did an interview. Um, we have the audio from it, and you can hear it right now. All right, well, thanks so much for being with us today. Um, do you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Oh, sure. Um, you want to go first, Ward, or should I? You can go first. Um, well, I am, well, I go by Ms. My first name is Ms. Shekki Hudu. Um, I am the owner of Mary Mistress Productions. We're a new production company here in Salt Lake, but I am also a dancer with Duchess Burlesque. And my partner here is, is Ms. Victory Red, who I want to introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm Victory Red. Everybody just calls me Red, which will also work. Uh, I have been helping Miz get this sort of nerd-lesque thing going again here in Salt Lake because it's been a little while. I met her when I started dancing with Duchess Burlesque. Oh, God, I think it's been about a year now. Does that sound right? About a year and three solos in. Yeah, something like that. Time flies. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Um... So you guys mentioned that you've been dancing together for about a year, um, and there's been some some nerdlesque shows in the past. How long would you say it's been since the last one? Um, it's been about a decade. Oh wow, really? It's that long since there's been one in Utah. It's been about. It was started with the Slippery Kittens um, with Michelle Williams, and they were a Salt Lake burlesque group that appeared on America's Got Talent. And yeah, it's been about 10 years since there's been a note last show. Well, that's far too long. <laughs> it is. That's what long. we thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so what other, in the last year, what other events have you guys done aside from obviously this one that's coming up? Personally, we dance a lot together. So there's been the Candy Cabinet Christmas Cabaret, um, and that is a benefit to help local Utah artists provide Christmas for their families. And what's another one, Red? We did, yeah. December was super busy. We Duchess Burlesque focuses a lot on on charity shows, so we we generally kind of try to help out whether it's like a local artist, a fellow dancer. We've actually got a show coming up on Friday uh, that our group is putting on to help uh, buy an insulin pump for the daughter of one of the girls that, or one of the women rather that we dance with. Uh, we've done, let's see, Bikers Against Child Abuse. We did in September. Uh, um, there's a lot. <laughs> suicide awareness. We did that show. We've also done a breast cancer awareness show. And um, about a year and a half ago was the show that we did to benefit our troop leader that helped pay for her mastectomy. So most of our shows are charity based. Well, that's awesome. Um, why don't you tell everyone about the show that you've got this Saturday in case people want to see if they can make it. So oh, it is Saturday. The, it's Friday. It's Friday. Where's my brain? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because we've had like four shows in the last month. Um, <laughs> Can't keep them straight. Well, we actually have, um, it's going to be at Area 51. It is entitled Too Sweet. Uh, we are working together not only with Duchess Burlesque, but um, members of the Utah Gay Rodeo Association. Um, there'll be everything from obviously burlesque dancers, Drag kings, drag queens. Um, we will also be even having a raffle to um, help show up the cost of the pump. So you'll get there around what time is it? About nine. Doors open at nine. The show starts yes. at ten. And are there any sorts of like age restrictions or cover charge or anything that people should know about? <laughs> uh, you have to be twenty-one. <laughs> That's really yeah. the only age restriction, I guess. Mm-hmm. 21 and up. 21 and up. And then I believe there is the door charge of 10. Okay. Um, so tell me about this Nerdlesque show coming up that you guys have got going. What's What sort of could people expect at the show? And how does it differ from sort of a, a regular show that you would do? Well, burlesque in and of itself is, is generally cosplay. I mean, from the start, you've had people dressing up like famous actors, um, politicians, things of that nature. We make fun of everyone. Um, this show is actually closer to our hearts because of the large nerd community here in Salt Lake. Um, there are specific fandom theme acts. Um, I know for one, I am personally doing Carlton from the French Prince of Bel-Air. Excellent. And that nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's actually going to be different um, prizes that we're going to be auctioning off. Um, we are giving away two tickets to Fairies on Fanex. Um, Red managed to get us an amazing package from. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, I don't want to say I'm friends with, but I guess I'm social media friends with Peter Shinkoda, who played Nobu on the Netflix Daredevil series hmm. and has been in Falling Skies. And I think he was in an episode of Supernatural. He, uh, I, I, through just kind of a weird turn of events, I happened to correspond with several of the actors from the Daredevil series, and they're all super, super nice and super willing to like 
help out wherever they can. And he, uh, Peter has, has offered to send several autograph pictures from various series that he's worked on that we'll be raffling off. So yeah, we've got some cool stuff. We're kind of excited. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, you mentioned that there's going to be some like specific sort of fan-based performances. What are the the fandoms yes. that you guys have that kind of brought you into this? <laughs> so many, so many. That's a big question, I know. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Ms. and I in particular are are super nerdy, so this is like the perfect marriage of you know our dancer sides and our nerd sides. Um, I mean, I know for me, my one of my childhood heroes growing up was Spider-Man. I kind of thought I could be him up until like last week. So I, I've been heavily influenced by comics and film my whole life. And I've also been studying my dance, dance my whole life. So kind of finally bringing all of this together for me is I'm, I'm fangirling over the chance to just even do this at all. So uh, with myself, I think my fans, my nerdiness started. My parents were one of those families that thought everything on PBS you were allowed to watch because it was PBS. So The Doctor is one of my first television memories. Um, let's see, everything from comics. I am a huge X Factor fan, even though they don't get enough love. <laughs> let's see, who else? Um, Supernatural. I am. I am the Harry Potter nerd girl. Anything Harry That's Potter. Yeah. House Slytherin. Slytherin uh, anybody else can, can draw. <laughs> Which I think is probably why I'm letting the show. Um, <laughs> I have What's, a bit of an ego issue. <laughs> what sort of um, goals do you have? Do you guys have for the future after this show? Uh, what sorts of things would you like to see happen as far as, uh, you know, building the community and sort of, you know, basically not, not letting it be another 10 years before something like this happens again? Well, thankfully, there is actually a really large community of artists and burlesque dancers and just dancers in general and Salt Lake that don't get enough credit. We would like to do this either quarterly or to coincide um, with the cons as they occur. I know for Halloween, I'm actually with Red. Hopefully, we can get the masquerade going. So it'll it'll be a quarterly thing um, every season, um, or like I said, to coincide with the cons. But it will not be another ten years and. Um, the performances will be there on the 10th, uh, all from the various groups. Not all of the groups, but a good majority of them. Well, this sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I think it's exciting that you guys are putting it on. and it, There definitely is probably a, a gap um, that this will fill. Um, is there is there any, any other information people need to know about the show? Um, I assume there's the same age restrictions and, and cover charge expectations. Um, anything else that you think people should know before they show up? I think if, if this is your first burlesque event, this is probably a really good one. Um, I think a lot of times people go into it not knowing really what to expect. So 
if you can kind of, I don't know, I guess for, from my perspective, if like if you've never seen a ballet, going to the Nutcracker is a really good one because it's really accessible. I kind of feel the same way about burlesque and what we're doing with the nerdlesque um, theme here. If you've never been before, come and you'll probably like it if you're a super big nerd because it's going to have all kinds of nerdy things to it. Exactly what Red said. And we want you to come out to the show and we want you to shout and yell and laugh. And we're, we're okay with you enjoying yourself at the show. And come up and talk to us. There are, um, we know that there are plenty of women who are interested in taking classes. There will be teachers there and for both men and women. So come to the show. Um, Enjoy a good laugh and a good night of entertainment, and hopefully we'll see you on stage probably within the next few months. If there if there are people that show up to the show and and you know feel something kind of sparked inside them, do you guys have opportunities? Are you guys ever looking for other dancers? Or I know you mentioned teachers, but are there opportunities to maybe join the group or or other groups that you would recommend? Always. Okay. Uh, there are always opportunities. We're always looking for dancers, male, women. Um, we do have a, a few transgender dancers within the race um, throughout the city, and we're pretty much accepting to everyone. Size, race, doesn't matter. Ability, we'll get you where you need to be. Yep. Well, it sounds like a really cool uh, you know, group of people that you're putting together and some fun events. Um I want to thank you guys so much for taking a few minutes to talk with me. And, and I can tell you, we're really excited to see what you guys have going on. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Not a problem. Uh, thanks again. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was a pretty great interview. <laughs> Good work, Cassidy. <laughs> Oh, Tom, that was... We're all fired. That was a fucking terrible transition, you guys. You're not supposed to laugh. <laughs> I mean, we didn't laugh during the transition. I didn't, I didn't know you were going to address the interview afterwards. Oh, well, like, I mean, I think it just makes it easier. No, it does make it easier. But you I know, just Bentley has it. been making very transphobic jokes at your expense because of your Trello boards. Oh, my God. So... Use Trello? I've had people... Yes. Oh, God. Trello. Don't. Shut up. So... Stop. You know, there's like right. grown-up project management systems, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to get us. Um, some of our co colleagues want us to use something no, else. Stop! Stop talking now. Do you guys go, get to go use, with go with the joke. We're all right. Do you guys get stop to use talking. trapper keepers too at work. Yeah, or? we do. I have one with unicorns on it. Um. So anyway, I so I, I changed unicorn tattoos. Yeah, I had them on my. Do you know what sucks about those robot tattoos when you have arm hair? They bubble up under the arm hair and then they peel off. So my unicorn tattoo lasted like twenty minutes. Grown white male problems. Yeah. Right. So anyway. I changed my board would say said editor Tom because I was an editor, but now I'm transitioning to a new job, so I put AE dash Tom and I put transitioning in parentheses so people knew like I was an editor and I'm still transitioning all this shit. So now everyone's like, oh, you're transitioning. Just, just in Slack, there's been so many screenshots of that and just like, oh yeah, Tom, it's a little too much info. What I'm hearing is like. People you work with just really like to go for that low hanging fruit. Yeah, I mean, I set them up and they're just we have. A couple, three people that, yeah. A couple, three people. <laughs> That's a few, Chris, I believe. Chris will always make the shittiest pun. Oh, the worst. Did you see my Twitter pun against him, by the way? He's, he made some joke about Third Eye Blind, a bar oh, yeah, that played. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. said, like, do you think they would lose business because they'd never let it go? I was really proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> he makes us all worse people. 
He 100% you makes can't us all be the pun with the pun. <laughs> we for a while had a pun of the day thing, like a little post it with a like a, a we'd hand it to people when they do like the worst puns. Do you guys ever work at your yeah. fucking job? Dude, I know. No, 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 you. Tom, do you ever work at this job? Dude, I've heard stories of you getting drunk, falling asleep in bathtubs, <laughs> pissing all over the place. That was metal after. thrashing in the middle of a fancy club. <laughs> Transitioning. That was, <laughs> what that the fuck was, do you do with your job? <laughs> well, that's after hours. See, I spent my last week digging through 450. Motherfucker came rolling in at like 9.30 today. Yeah, because I spent half my week fucking digging through this goddamn spreadsheet of 450 names and email addresses and figuring out what they did for work and whether or not I actually want to talk Is to them or not. Is 9.30 late to start your day? Yes. Yeah, I st- I yeah that means you're the last one to show up to the yeah. office. Well, wow. on our team. Yeah. Because I usually get to work at about 8.15. Damn. The burritos are gone by 9.30. Yeah, if you want that's a burrito. That's why everybody's there. <laughs> that's why everyone's there. If you want a burrito, you're in your seat by 8.15 and in the, the fridge by 8.30. Fucking dummies and sales are walking around with like three burritos. Those motherfuckers are eating my vegetarian food. I, what? My vegetarian food. You guys get free food. I know, it's great. Quit your bitching. Anyway, so yes, I do work at my job, but <laughs> about the as of late, what I do is my job has become very abstract and confusing, so. You email but, people. I mean, you're transitioning, Tom. <laughs> you're transitioning. Transitioning. It's a confusing time. I'm sorry. <laughs> so so none of you guys actually know what I do for a living. You're Chandler. I know what you do for a I living. I don't want to know, actually. Well, yeah, no, it's not. I mean, like, I don't well, want to regale you with any stories about thing. it. I guarantee I, it can be replaced with a fucking robot. Though. I know. Uh, <laughs> no, it can't. No, I guarantee goddamn tea, because so can my job. Tea, it can't. I know what you do, and I know your job <laughs> title, but I could not describe it in detail to another human being. Do you think it can be replaced by a robot? Yeah. No. I could any Boom. well no, actually any job Jason, can be replaced by a robot. my job in account management and helping people learn how to do something could be replaced. They're going to replace ninety percent of my job very quickly. Everything can be replaced. You would need an they're going to replace graphic designers with fucking robots. Well, so right. I guess a fair point for your job, from what I understand about it, they probably could put like a robot and an AI in place that just calculates like an average risk algorithm it says yes or no based on a percentage Oh shit, point. fuck you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm not saying like a fucking machine robot. I'm yeah, talking Tyson about machine Tyson learning. Tyson like fucking R2 showing yeah. up. Clocking in. I'm like, there's no arm robot that's just gonna be like... No, we're talking about like machine learning no. robots. No, that, no, yeah. no, no. They're gonna replace you with the fucking bird thing from that Simpsons, Simpsons episode. episode yeah. Yeah. And then it falls over in the plant blows up. God, The Simpsons is so good. Oh, man. This episode got weird. I like yeah. that like my job is the Chandler to you guys, except for Tom on a basic level. Well, it's because we've had those like weird type. No, I know talks. exactly what Tom does. I know 100% what Tom does. Well, now you do. Oh, yeah. No, I did before Tom even worked there. Well, no, no, yeah. no. I know mean, like, what Tyson does, no, though. Yeah. No. Tom has a base understanding oh, okay. of what I do. Because like, we've had those no. car drives where like there's nothing to say, <laughs> and then we talk about work, and Tyson explained it to but me. But we usually have lots to say. We just have lots to bitch about, and it's usually about work. Yeah, it's fair. And fair. then we have to give context and background to what we're bitching about. I don't know. Six months out of the year, you work at home and like wear sweatpants, and then like for two weeks, you're like, oh, fuck, I got to go to the office. They're going to fire everybody and get all stressed out. Can and I... then you stay at home for a while. Pretty, pretty Can I say something about work that I found out today that just like made me giggle with glee? So my new boss decided, like, yeah, maybe I want to have kids. <laughs> Boom, got twins. Immediately twinned. Uh, Not just twins, but they're they're identical twins, and they're sharing the same. Um, not just the a same uterus. Yes. Yes. But also the same placenta sac. and the same embryonic sac. So she got like the one percent of children, and she's fucked. 
She did not seem real stoked when she was she, telling people the day. No, she was like, I was just like, fuck. And I was like, yeah, it sounds like, I mean, congratulations and all, but goddamn. What does it mean that, it, like what? So usually they have their own embryonic sex. Right, right. But so when they're together, they can like touch each other and interact. So there's like a much higher oh, percentage. So they like fucking each other with each other? <laughs> yeah. And so there's a higher percentage that the other baby can like strangle the other one. Oh, What shit. if one eats the other one like the oh, Venture Brothers? Oh my God, what if? What if or what I was if? trying to just make this conversation interesting. I'd just to like me. to yeah, <laughs> I'd like to point out I've only got four months of work left for the year. Jesus, I hate so. you. How much you get? So this is for why this I don't think you leave? really have a job. You're the Chandler. You go to an office and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear more about what you don't do than what you do. <laughs> yeah, I um I get five months of paternity leave. That's not bad. Yeah. What's the going rate for men? Like two weeks? <laughs> uh it used yeah, so it used to be two weeks. Um state employees just barely got up to eight weeks for paternity leave and there was like a huge fucking news story about it my company gives us five months and you don't hear fucking shit for it i got a bad fucking pr firm or pr team i know maybe they just gave you five months they don't want board to get out yeah no like it was a whole memo Hmm. that went out and luckily at that time i was like i gotta go first because my wife's already 10 weeks pregnant and this is just awesome timing yeah i got a day and a half for my vasectomy just because I didn't want to go okay. in. Well, I was worried about like the, you know, like the culture. I didn't want to go sit at work. You know, like the culture of things. They introduce something like that. It's like, oh, you can do this. But, but uh, if you do, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, my SVP of like our whole department was in town yesterday. And she was asking me like how my wife was doing and everything. And she's like, are you so excited to get so much time off? I'm like, yeah, but like, I'm just still a little bit nervous. But she's like, you have nothing to be nervous about. You're guaranteed a job. You know we love you, so they literally can't. Yeah, they're do like anything. she's like. I wish we had this. Like I wish my husband got five months off because they both work, both her and her husband work for the company, and uh, she's like, I wish my husband got that much time off. So when we right when I started at Plural Side, I was replacing somebody that did what Tom did, moved from an editor to an acquisition editor, mm-hmm. and we. Right when I started, two weeks later, we got unlimited PTO, and that guy took a month off immediately. Oh my god, it was already in a master's program that had a trip involved. Uh-huh. And so that was a two-week trip, and then he added on two weeks to go home for the first time in 15 or 20 oh, years. Oh, it was him, huh? That's yeah. cool. That's super yeah. cool. He's a cool guy. So he, he hadn't been home. He's from uh, Togo, and he was kind of a political refugee, and that regime was gone, so he could finally go home. Oh, damn. And it just lined up with, like, he was going to do it anyway and just be broke. And they're like, oh, we have unlimited PTO now. And he's like, sweet. <laughs> damn. God damn. Well, Yep. Oh my God. Speaking of funny random stuff real quick. So I guess there was a long discussion about the uh, company car getting hit. And one of the random sales guys stopped our coworker in the lunchroom and was like, hey, are you the dude that wrecked the Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> we keep telling him not to listen to this. And I'm just waiting for the day when he comes in. He's like, you guys are jerks. <laughs> Good job, new guy. Oh, I feel bad. That sucks, man. Like It's, it's your fault. I mean- it is because I said, "Hey, let's go to this meeting, and why, we might as well take the company car instead of driving our cars." And then this kid sideswiped the shit out of us. Yeah, and I'd just like to wrap up that Shay. When I buy you a Ducky Death Star, you fucking drink it. Yeah, Shay, get Pussy. drunk with us, Shay. Bitch. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our friends through being cool. We'll catch you guys next week.